Hello and thank you for joining me today at the Grow Rich Podcast. My name is Gabriel Omotorali, here to help you drive growth for your business. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about guest posting fails. You may have heard of guest posting before or not, and if you haven't, let's start with a definition. Guest posting is a tactic that search engine optimization experts use to reach out to, uh, to, to build backlinks. So uh, the process is typically we reach out to uh, somebody or, or a website owner who we think will be a good fit for our, for our brand or whichever business we're promoting. And then we, 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 we offer to give them, give them content for free. And in exchange, they allow us to link back from that content to our website. Uh, typically when people allow us to do this, <clears throat> they are expecting high value content. They are also not expecting us to, uh, you know, spam a bunch of links on the blog post, right? For example, uh, they expect us to create something that their audience is going to love as well. So we save them time. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, the website owner saves time, uh, so and resources for creating content. So, for example, if they were going to create content next week, and we offer to take take uh, to take care of that uh, by create by offering our content for free, something that they want to see on their blog, it's a win win. That's six to eight hours of work time that don't have to happen, uh, and uh, time translates to money. So, and then for, for us, uh, or our clients, they get a backlink that points to their website, which helps them, uh, in, uh, which helps them with search engine optimization success because Google, Bing, and all the other search engines view backlinks as votes. So the more backlinks you have pointing to a specific page, the more powerful that page is in terms of how likely it's going to rank on the first page of the search engine results. It also, the link that you also get to, to each page affects the overall domain name uh, as well. So backlinks are very important. In fact, backlinks are the third most important ranking factor. The first one is content creation. So you need to create high quality content. That's number one. Number two, uh, will be uh, artificial intelligence. So all the algorithms, that's number two. You got to make sure that the algorithms can can and know that your website, your website content is, is it. It's what is best for the searcher, the search intent, right? So uh, there are certain things you can do to please algorithms. If you can please the algorithms, you could do really well. So that's number two. And number three would be backlinks. Of course, these are my opinions and other experts might have different things that they think are the best, uh, are the top ranking factors. But generally, most search engine optimization experts will agree that the top three ranking factors are content, artificial intelligence, and backlinks. Okay, so let's get started. The reason I wanted to talk um, before, actually, before we jump into 
um, into specific guest posting fails. I just want to cover why I wanted to talk about this today. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today was because I woke up this morning and I got a bunch of emails like I normally do uh, about people wanting to guest post. And I and every email had the same problem that I normally see, which is the pitch. First of all, there's no pitch and it's that I'm not too that's kind of like okay, well, if there's no if if there's no real pitch, how do you expect somebody to have interest? Now, your pitch doesn't have to be, hey, this is the content I want to write. No, your pitch can just simply be uh, just to summarize, obviously, you want to write a better email than than this. Is hey, I would like to uh, contribute content to your website. Here are some of the articles that I've written in the past. I hope you can consider my offer. Uh, it's going to be absolutely free, and in exchange, I I would like to just ensure that my auto buyer is there and maybe a link back to one of my pages. And you don't even have to mention the links, the link thing. I never do. Uh, if I reach out, if I do guest, uh, guest posting outreach, I never do. Uh, most people understand anyways. But if someone does ask me directly, hey, what do you get out of this? I tell them. Then I tell them, I say, hey, uh, what I get out of this is I, I, just, I just ask that you allow me to place one link within the copy back to a, a, a specific web page of my choice. Obviously, it's not going to be a page that is, uh, you know, not a good fit for your brand, for your business and your services. Maybe not something that's competing with your services. Uh, it's going to be something that is also bringing value to the content. That's key. If the link that you are putting within your guest post is also adding value to the content, it's perfect. That's what you want to do. But most people know when you read most uh, webmasters or website owners know when you reach out to them, unless you're reaching out to small businesses that don't really know about these things, then you want to be very specific depending on the niche you're in. Like if you're in the uh, movers niche, right? If you're a moving company, many movers probably don't know about this thing. They may have a blog, but they don't really know much about backlinks or anything like that. So you probably want to mention, hey, this is what I'm going to do for you, and this is what I would like to have in exchange, right? So, and, and you know, even though you're both moving companies, make sure that you're not linking to something that will be seen as a competitive in a way, right? Even if you are. But usually it's better to find, um, how do I put this? You better find uh, uh, niches that are close, that your audience, the target audience visits. So like if it's a moving company, then maybe you want to contribute to uh, blogs that talk about real estate, right? You see? So so instead of going to contribute to moving company websites, which you can do that, but it's not recommended. You're not going to get the best result. The best results will be targeting real estate websites and contributing to those blogs and then linking back to your moving company. And it's just closely related enough that it's going to send the right signals to search engines. And you're going to be able to also integrate your services if they allow it. Most will not, but you'll be able to integrate things into the content 
that will help kind of spark a little interest without being direct. Okay, you know, hey, I want to know more about this author. What's his website? Oh, there we go. Click, right? Without being direct. So, so anyways, I kind of, so anyways, as I was saying, so the problems here that I see is, the biggest problem I see is no pitch. Or the pitch is just horrible. It's, 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 it has errors in it, grammar, grammatic errors. It's not written well. Or, you know, I read one the other day and it was just one line. I want to post on your website. How much? I was, yeah, it was one line of text, but it was two sentences. I want to post on your website. How much? That's it. No signature. That's another thing I see. So besides the pitch itself, no signature. Why wouldn't you put a signature when you're reaching out to other people and trying to contribute to their website? Put a signature. That that signature will help them know that you are a real person. And it should be a good signature, not just, you know, sure, you can use a text-based signature, but you should at least have a link to your LinkedIn profile, for example, just to show them that you are a real person. People want to deal with real people. They don't want to deal with this next number Gmail, okay? They want to deal with real people. So that's why it's important to really use, uh, it's important to actually outreach. You should actually outreach to people using the actual domain name of the website, that, that like using an email from the domain name of the website that either that website is your agency website or either that's the client's website. I prefer to use the agency's website. So if we're reaching out for link building opportunities, I would go XYZ or whatever, company name at techhelp.ca, for example. But most of the time we, you know, we have someone that does the outreach and they just use their name and we reach out to a potential uh potential websites that we can link link uh, we can get a link from and we ask them and we and we show them what we've written before and see if they want to take on take on the content it's we're bringing them value I mean uh, to write a 1000 1000 word blog post you're looking at uh, a good one anyway a good one you're looking at, at close to uh, 300 300 dollars or more a little bit 300 dollars or a bit more I would say probably like 350 for a really really good writer and probably $250 for a good writer, like someone who's really good, but they're not like super good. Someone who's super good, probably like $400, they'll charge you for for uh, a 1,000 uh, word blog post. So, so you're saving the money at the same time. So it's a win-win for everybody. Never look at guest posting as if it's something that you're taking from somebody because you're not. That's the wrong attitude. When you're guest posting, you're providing value as well. And if you reach out to someone and they ask you to pay for something, sure, you can consider it. But in most cases, I would I would recommend don't do it unless it's a situation where it makes sense. And maybe you're not like, for example, you're not paying for the for the blog post, like to have your content um, for the guest posting itself, maybe they're also giving you some other type of value. For example, maybe you're paying for their editor to look at it or something like that. I don't know. But ideally, try not to pay 
to guest posts because it gets really expensive really fast. And it's unsustainable for most small businesses. It's better to just concentrate on creating high quality content. And usually when people charge you for guest posting anyways, the only reason some people will charge you is because they're just, you're not giving them good content. If you give someone crap, they're probably going to come back at you and say, hey, if we're going to have to spend time to edit this, we're going to have to charge you for it. And, and to me, that's fair. Like, give great content, and if you can't do that, then outsource it to them. Have them write it for you. Like, in those instances where the company is writing it for you, and that's their policy, they, they want to write the content, you give them the idea, they write it, and you have to pay them to write it, that's fine. You're paying them to write. That's okay. But as far as paying them for the link, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It's, it's, a, it's not a good idea to do that, if you can. If you can avoid it. Okay? So... I'm going to talk about, I think we kind of already started talking about guest posting fails anyways. I just never numbered them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is this morning, but I just, I did not number them, but we've just talked about two already. All right. Um, so we talked about no signature, uh, just to recap so we can make sure that we are on track here. So we talked about no signature and we talked about no pitch. I would say the third thing is not personalizing your outreach efforts. Just a simple high name, the person's name, will make a huge difference. I know it's hard to personalize when you're if you're doing mass emailing, and I, I don't I'm not totally against mass emailing. I'm not. I actually we use it sometimes and I actually think it's okay. Because it's just a lot of it takes a lot of time to go to end each individual uh, uh, potential website that will link to you. Uh, so it just takes a lot of time to go to each individual website and and try to look at, find out, you know, it just takes time. It takes time to do all that stuff. So sure, if you have the resources, you can do it. And if it makes, uh, if it's something where you're headhunting, like you're looking for, specific people sure you could do it but it gets expensive really fast for small for small businesses if you're a small agency for example it's going to get really expensive so i'm not totally against mass emailing but you have to do it right at least try to personalize it um artificial intelligence has gone really far it has come up like it has come a long way that we can do a lot more things when it comes to personalization even when we're sending mass emailing okay and, you know, it's just, it's just about your targeting and just refining how you're searching for the brands that you want to reach out. And also your messaging should also make sense. You don't want to send messages where you're just being, you just, you know, you don't want to send messages that are, that are weird. You know, like, for example, you know, someone reads something and they go, wait, I don't even do that. My business doesn't, isn't even, I'm not even a moving company. What are you talking about? Right? Right there, it's like, okay. <laughs> so so keep that in mind. But you can personalize. I think just high person's name is great. And then set it up so that way, if you say, if the system sees that they don't have their name, you can say, hi there, or hello there right? Switch it out. There's a way to do it with whatever system you're doing. Just do, just check it out. See how you can uh, make it so 
uh, whenever the whenever what you the, their name isn't present, like the system doesn't have their name, the system can replace that with simple hello there, hi there, okay. And we already talked about poor grammar and spelling. I didn't mention that when we did a recap, but yes, grammar and spelling is another thing that is a big problem. Um, but I talked about that earlier. Then not following up. Okay, so I would say follow up twice, at least twice. Well, at least once, but I would say do it two times. So you should have a total of three emails for, for people. So the first email goes out, no response. Second email goes out. If they don't have a, if they don't respond, you send a third email and you say, Hey, this is, I'm just reaching out for one last time to see if you're interested and that, and leave it at that. Okay. Um, what you don't want to do is just keep sending emails and emails and emails over. That's just, that's at that point, you're really just spamming people and that's not nice. If they're not interested, leave them alone. And next one is empty flattery. So you ever get those emails where someone goes like, I'm a big fan of your website, but you know that they don't, you know that this person definitely is not a fan of your website or I'm a big fan of your YouTube channel. And you, you've never even seen one comment until last week from this individual. Yeah. Don't lie to people. Empty flattery and genuineness. You know, just be genuine. You know, don't lie to people. You're reaching out to people. See the people. See every website that you're reaching out to as a person. You're not reaching out to... Sure, you're reaching out to the website, but you're reaching out to the people who run the website. These are people. They have feelings. They have emotions, just like you. Don't try to deceive them. You know, sure, maybe somebody will buy the lie and say, oh, wow, I'm so glad you're a fan of my website. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, we would love to take content from you. Yeah. No, just just be honest. Hey, I'm reaching out because I see, I see that you have a blog and I've checked out your topics and I think I would be a great fit to contribute some content if you would allow it. Uh, here are some of the stuff that I've written, you know, uh, obviously you want to write something better than that, but that's what, that's what you do. Just be, be honest, be honest with people. Using fake profiles is the next one. When you click on someone's LinkedIn, LinkedIn profile link that is with their signature and you just know it's a fake profile, the image is fake. They don't even have any activity. Like, come on, just, just, there's no need to hide. As long as you're following the laws in your area in terms of when you're cold outreach into people, there's no need to hide. Just be you. If you give people a way to unsubscribe, make sure you're, if you're in the States, that would be can spam, I think. Um, is it can spam? No, no, I think. You know what let's let me just check it out real quick because I think it's can spam for I'm pretty sure it is for the United States I think it's can spam yes it is can spam so can spam for the United States um, and for Canada it's castle 
And I think for Europe is GDPR. It could be something else. So don't. So it could be something else. So look that up if you're in Europe, uh, wherever you are. See what the laws are for outreaching to people when you're sending, you know, when you're sending cold emails. Uh, see what those laws are and follow them completely. And as long as you're doing that, you can be yourself. Okay, you can you can show your picture. You you can be yourself as long as you're doing that. If you're not doing that, you should be. Just just do it. Okay, follow the laws. Now, the final one is relying only on guest posting for backlinks. Now, guest posting is great, but at some point in your guest posting journey, you got to stop it and do other things. You can't just do guest posting for backlinks. You can, but it's just not, it's effective, but it's just not something that I would advise. Because the way I see it is this. I could guest post on other people's websites all the time. But what about my website? At some point you want to actually at some point you want to actually just stop link building and focus well not stop link building, but focus on link building through content. So you never want to stop link building, but at some point you want to focus on link building through content on your website. And it's okay to keep guest posting. Obviously, don't stop it. I have not stopped. I, I keep doing it. I haven't, but I haven't done in a while though. I mean, it's been a year since I did one for Tech Help Canada. I, I haven't done one in a while for, for, for Tech Help Canada. But I have uh, helped uh, some clients uh, get guest posting opportunities. But, but you know, just uh, make sure you know that at some point you want to slow down on it. And then maybe focus on content on your website as a way to generate links. And the way you get links from by post, the way you get links that way is by creating shareworthy content. Things like statistics that people find valuable in a particular industry will come in handy, right? Uh, like things that they can use to inform their decisions. Those do really well for getting acquiring backlinks, right? Original research is another one. Um, so there's so many, there's a lot of ideas for shareworthy content. Guide, ultimate guides. That's another idea for shareworthy content, right? Uh, if you write an ultimate guide about something, people will probably link to it. Uh, in fact, I I wrote an ultimate guide for content, for web content, and I think after about it took about it took about I think it took about a few weeks or so after after I just updated the content, made it better, and we got a link at a at a school from a school. Well, we got a link back from a school. Uh, it was a it was an online school, and they linked to it because why they linked to it on their forum because why it was valuable. It was something that their students could use, so they they linked to it. Share where the content works. It may take a while for, for you to get those links, but it works. The more share where the content you have on your website, the more backlinks you're going to get without doing anything. And the best types of backlinks, in my opinion, are the ones that I don't have to, you know, I could be sleeping and it happens. Like I don't have to, you know, 
yeah, it, it can happen anytime. I don't have to like constantly go out there and like searching for the links. You know, the best types of backlinks are the ones that come through the content that you produce. Uh, the, the ones that are, that come thanks to the content that you produce on your website. That's the, those are the best types of backlinks. And again, guest posting is great and you can keep doing that consistently, but make sure you balance it out by using other strategies as well. All right, so that's it for this episode. Um, I know that it's been a while since I made an episode, actually. So this is, a, this is the first episode in like a year and a half. <laughs> so sorry. Let's just, I'll just say that it was, I got really busy. Things got a little crazy too, but it was all in a good way. Okay. It was all in a good way and uh, it furthered my growth. So I'm looking forward to doing more episodes like this. Thank you for joining me today at the Grow Rich Podcast and have a wonderful day.